Amen, amen. Good morning. Good to see all of you here today. We're glad you're here this morning. And I believe that God wants to speak to us today. We're, we started a brand new series last week called Heroes of the Faith. Say that with me. Heroes of the Faith. Pastor Adam did a great job unpacking that. And he's actually down in Columbus uh, today preaching because our campus pastor, Mike, and his wife, Bree, they had a baby here just last week. And so Adam's given them um, just a little bit of some time together. So Adam kicked it off last week, and we were talking about heroes of the faith. And the scripture, the base scripture that we looked at um, as we're going through this series is Hebrews 11.1, 1, which says that faith is the what? Is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. Let's read it. It gives us assurance about the things that we cannot see. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us the assurance about the things that we cannot see. And this morning, there's all kinds of different ways that we're going to be talking about this today. But here's our big question today as we get into uh, the message this morning. Do we trust Jesus when we can't see and we don't understand? Let me, let me say that again. Do we trust Jesus when we can't see and we don't understand. You know, honestly, that creates a little bit of a tension because we like to know the plan and we like to be in control and faith doesn't allow us to always know the plan or have control. And because of those things, that creates a little bit of a tension. Do we trust Jesus when we don't know what the plan is and we don't have control? In fact, maybe some of you are in that place right now. Do we trust him when nothing makes sense? Do we, do we trust him when things are uncertain and unknown? Do we trust him when we have more questions than we have answers? Do we trust him when exercising our faith, it's not the popular thing to do? And we see that in our culture now. Do we trust him when we face opposition? Do we trust him when everything is changing? This morning, as we talk about faith, we're going to be looking at Abraham today. Part two, we're looking at Abraham. And Abraham went through quite a bit. In fact, in Hebrews 11, it says, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as an inheritance. In fact, it goes on to say, He went without knowing where he was going. Now, can you imagine that? Doesn't know where he's going. And even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by what, church? He lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. Now, Hebrews is, is talking about a story that took place in Genesis. Maybe some of us are familiar with it. But the Lord says to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives and father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. He says, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse the, those who treat you with content, co contempt. It says, all the families on earth will be blessed through you. So let's read this. So Abraham departed as the Lord instructed. And Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old. When he went, when he left Haram. Here's what 
Matthew Henry's commentary says, we have here the call by which Abram was moved out of the land of his nativity into the land of promise, which was designed both to try his faith and what? His obedience and also to separate him and set him apart for God and for special services and favors which were further designed. I think God was asking Abraham, do you trust me when you can't see and you don't understand? In fact, here's what we, here's what we know this morning. Abram didn't know where he was going. He says, listen, I want you to leave everything that's familiar, everything that you know, everything that, you know, all the people that you have relationship with, all the commonalities that, that you just take for granted. I want you to leave all of that, take your family, and because I'm going to make you into a, gr- a great nation, I'm not going to exactly tell you where that's going to be quite yet. And scripture says that he was compared to a foreigner living in a tent. Now, how many have ever done any camping before in a tent? A few of you? Yeah? Now, imagine doing camping in, in another country, an unknown surrounding place where you don't know what's going on. You, you, you don't have the safety of just the familiarity of things. And that's exactly where Abram was. He was basically, Scripture says in Hebrews 11, that last verse 9, he was compared to a foreigner living in a tent. Everything that he knew was now being taken away, all because God says, live where I ask you to live. Now, just by a show of hands, how many in here, that would make you just a little uncomfortable? Be honest, okay? The rest of you have big faith, I guess. (laughs) It would make me uncomfortable. And one of the things that got me to thinking about as we look at that this morning is simply that God gives a command and a promise, but he doesn't give details regarding the specifics. You know that God's the same today as he was yesterday? Because in the same way that he doesn't give Abram details and specifics, sometimes he does that to us. You know, God doesn't promise to fill us in in all the details, but he does ask us to trust him with all the details. Amen? Let's say that together. God doesn't promise to fill us in on all the details, but he does ask us to trust him with all the details. Here's a quote by Chuck Swindle. It's not on the screen, but it says, The beautiful thing about this adventure called faith is that we can count on him to never lead us astray. In fact, maybe this morning, somebody online or somebody in here today, you feel like God's calling you to something, to trust him in some way, and he's not giving you the details. And can I tell you today that God is with you? In fact, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And here's the promise. And he will make your path straight. Abram wasn't given all the specifics. He wasn't given all the details. He was just called to trust God. Abram, I want you to leave. I'm going to make you into a great nation. 
I'm going to give you a command. I'm going to give you a promise. I'm not going to fill you on the details. Will you trust me? What about you and I? Do we trust him? It was interesting as you keep reading through that Hebrews passage, we see that Abram's faith was on eternal things rather than earthly things. Say that with me. Abram's faith was on eternal things rather than earthly things. In fact, it says, Hebrews 11.10, Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with what? Eternal foundations. A city designed and built by God. As followers of Christ, we focus on the eternal things rather than the earthly things. Scripture reminds us, reminds us of that today. Is your, is your mind and your heart focused on the earthly things or are they focused on the eternal things? Philippians 3.20 tells us, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. Citizens of heaven. Say that with me. Citizens of of heaven. Man, it is. If you get on social media or you're just walking around anymore, people are angry. <laughs> people are, are, seems like even full of hate. And what used to be the holy word of God, now people label as hate speech. And the reality is this morning, if we have a citizens of earth perspective it's easy for us to get our minds and our you know and our posture in the wrong place but if our minds are on on heavenly things and in eternal places understanding that god is calling us for just a time as this this morning then that puts things in different perspectives. In fact, Hebrews 12, 2 says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Abraham was able to move out of his comfort zone because he was motivated by what God had to say. In fact, in Genesis that we just read, Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, it says, so Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed. Now, it doesn't comment on Abram's feelings. There's nothing in there that, that says Abram was emotionally drained from God telling him to leave, or it doesn't say he went and met with a counselor to really work through all of those things. That doesn't mean that he wasn't afraid or he didn't have emotions. The Bible just doesn't com comment on it today or comment on it in general. But the truth is this morning when God calls us to step out in faith, it's real easy to get fixed on what we can see rather than trusting in the one that we can't see. C.S. Lewis said, if you, read history for, if you read history, you will find that the Christians who did the most for the present world, listen to this, were precisely those who thought the most of the next. And I would ask us, church, today, in light of everything going on in our world, where is our mindset? Is it focused on the eternal? Or is it focused 
on the earthly. We see, in, as we read this passage of scripture, that God asks Abraham to trust him with Isaac. In fact, as you read that, that passage in Hebrews, it lists several things where Abraham had faith. And one of those was for him to trust him with Isaac. In fact, it says in verse 17 and 18, it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. If you don't know that story, Abraham and Sarah, they, they couldn't have a baby. They were, they were essentially barren and up in years. And God chooses Abraham and tells him he's going to make him a great nation. There's a lot of things that happen in between that. But eventually they have Isaac. And then eventually God says, hey, will you trust me with your son? And Isaac or Abraham has to step out in faith and be willing to let go of his son. And in the midst of him being willing to let go of his son, God's given him a promise. Man, we all have these moments of uncertainty at times where it's really hard to keep moving forward. But as followers, we're reminded that faith says if, if God calls you to it, then he's going to see you through it. Amen? In fact, say that with me. Faith says if God calls you, he will lead you through it. And someone needs to hear that today. Maybe God's calling you to be a foster parent. Maybe God's calling you to, to, to say you're sorry when the other person won't. Maybe God is calling you to step out and take a, a job. Maybe God is telling you to wait. Maybe God is calling you to, to something that's completely unfamiliar today. Maybe he's calling you to exercise your faith. Maybe there's this restlessness inside of you because God is doing something in you. And you want to run to the familiar and God is saying, would you trust me? Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Listen to this. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Can we just do something this morning? Can we just close our eyes for a second? I just want to read that through. Maybe some of us are filled with fear and anxiety today. I want to read this again. Listen to this. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You can open your eyes. God is good, amen? He is with us. Abraham could trust that God would take care of it with Isaac. 
And I, I just, it's a, just a basic thing today, but we can trust that God is going to take care of it. Can I tell you this morning that God is in control? He is in control, and, and we're going to be talking more about that next week, but he is in control. No matter what's going on in our crazy world, he is in control. And we can rest in that today. We can trust in a God who is in control. So we have a question this morning. Do we trust Jesus when we can't see and we don't understand? And I would ask that for you today. Do we trust Jesus when we can't see and we don't understand? What's an area in your life right now where you can't see? You don't know the outcome. You can project, you can predict, you can go off of logic, logic, but you can't see. And on top of that, you don't have all the information. You don't understand. I don't understand. God has not given you certain elements. When God called me to ministry, what, he, what happened to me was I... I was in college, and I gave my life back to Christ, and he called me into ministry, and I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what it was going to look like. None of that. It was just, yes, I trust you. And can I tell you that what came wasn't all the answers, but there was peace. And maybe today what God wants to give you is not to fill you in, to fill in all the blanks for you. But it's to remember that as we trust him, he gives us peace. Maybe some of you today don't have a great doctor's report. Would you, would you trust him? No matter the outcome, I trust him. Today, as followers of Christ... We don't have to know all the answers, but we can be filled with his peace, and we can be peace givers today. So this morning, as, as our band comes up today, I just want to leave you with that question today. Let's read it. Do we trust Jesus when we can't see and we don't understand? Lord Jesus, today... simple truth this morning. Father, this morning, maybe there's some that are sitting out here today that faith has really been difficult and hard. Father, I pray today that you would fill us with your peace. Pray that you would fill us with your comfort. I pray, Lord, that we would not be people of fear, that we would, but we would be people of faith. Pray, Lord, when others are seeking answers, Lord, that, that we would point them to you. I pray, Lord, that instead of filling with, being filled with anger and hate, Lord, that we would be filled with your love and compassion. Pray, Lord, that in the midst of change, just like what Abraham 
Abram faced, that we would trust you, that we would be obedient, God. And Lord, when those big things come, I pray that we would be walking in your spirit daily so we'd be ready for those times. Father, thank you for each person that's here. Lord, help us to not just think about this question today, but moving forward. Can we trust you when we don't see and we don't understand?